Hi, 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 hi. Hello, Amp here. Um, I'm just jumping in real quick before the podcast to say I'm sorry. We had a little bug uh, jump into the recording studio this week, and you might hear just a tiny bit, just a little, just a, there's a little bit of an echo on my end, and I apologize profusely, but this conversation was fun, insightful, and with a hilarious human that you're about to meet, Mac does it, so please, Pardon my echo every once in a while. I don't think it's the worst, but I did my best to fix it in audio. Enjoy today's episode. Love y'all, and I promise next week we won't have any mess. But also, considering the guest and the fact that they have a podcast called Messy, kind of appropriate. Enjoy today's conversation. Just be Swaggy. Uh, swaggy. Yes, that. <laughs> recording. I'm ready to sweat. You're recording? Yeah, I just hit record. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so you, you, no, you know. say swaggy? Well, I got, I got the swaggy. I got the swaggy. swaggy. I got the swaggy. Do you ever just like get into like a group of friends and you just start saying things like bestie and they just look at you like you're an idiot? No. Oh. I'm younger than you. Oh. That's how we talk. I, I oh. <laughs> Wait, how old are you again? I always forget this. I'm 24. Okay. I, uh, nah, nah. I live on the internet, so that, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, Mac, <laughs> what's your safe word? Uh, my safe word is macadamia nuts. Welcome back to What's yeah. Your Safe Word. I'm Amp, and today I've got the 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 scrumptious, the the chocolate chipply macadamia nutty. Oh, uh, the the crispy, crumbly, and now hungry. Oh. <laughs> The lovely Mac, Macchiazelli, Mac does it. What do you go by nowadays? Uh, it's actually Macchiazelli. You oh. said it wrong. How dare you? Um, you're the first one ever to say it wrong. I just want you to know. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Literally, in my entire life, only one person has ever said it right when looking at it for the first time. Oh, and really? that was my chemistry of life te- professor at Chapman University. He looked at me and said, Macchiazelli? And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Like, how'd you say that? It's like, oh yeah, I can see the. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, sir, go off. So, so we'll just um, go. We'll, we'll go with Mac. Yeah, and Mac. Yeah, you call me Mac. <laughs> just call me Mac. And no, call me sir. I'm sir oh. now. I'm joking now. Okay. Call me Mac. <laughs> Daddy Mac. Wait a sec. There is a cookie. I remember texting you once about it. There's a cookie, a hot cookie in the Castro. They have the Mac Daddy cookie. Did you ever get one of those? No, no. Are you getting royalties? Send me a picture of that. I remember I was like, <laughs> I need to get that. <laughs> get royalty. Whenever I pass by Matt Cosmetics, I'm like, yes. Please pay me. <laughs> me. Thank you. Pay. Um, but I want to actually do a video where I walk into a Matt Cosmetics and act like it's my merch store. But I need to get permission from like someone to do that. <laughs> do you though? I feel like I feel like creators just kind of do <laughs> do whatever they want to do. But I, I mean, hey, look at the color of my skin. If I were to do that, I'll be arrested. <laughs> and welcome back to What's Your Safe Word, the Sex Edge Podcast. It's got some kinks, and today's kinks are us. Hi. If you don't know who Mac is, first of all, hilarious. This kink is interracial. Oh. Yeah. Um, Dom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more more kink go. words. Go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so Mac is a YouTuber. Uh, what, what do you prefer to call yourself? Uh, I am a award-winning YouTuber, oh, actually. Thank you very much. So uh, <laughs> award-winning content. I won an award three years ago, so I'm never going to live that down. Um, thank you very much. A shorty award, right? 
Yeah, <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, at least you got an award, you know? Um, yeah, they look at us and they say, it, but at least know. I got it. And I was like the second to last one to get that award. Now they, they don't even give awards to YouTubers anymore. They like gave up on that. I know. <laughs> so, oops. Whoops. And then quarantine <laughs> happened and they had a bus. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Mac, you are a, a content creator. You make podcasts. You stream coming up, I think. Yeah, I stream primarily for, I, I do it for my memberships right now. Mm. And it's kind of like a test lab for a Twitch show that I do want to, I have an idea that I want to kind of bring out, but I kind of want to, I'm just testing like mechanics and stuff with my memberships. Nice. Yeah, soon, soon public streaming, but right now it's behind a paywall, bitches. <laughs> Pay him. But uh, content creator, YouTuber, mostly known for your YouTube, I, I imagine at this point, right? Like you, you, YouTube, mostly known for a meme. The, the, I'm, I'm, the I'm the black boy in the mm -hmm. rainbow outfit. If mm -hmm. you guys know, if you guys seen that, that was like what five years ago now. <laughs> From a wish haul? Was that a wish haul of all videos? No, that was Amazon. Oh, it was um, viewers pick my outfits, and so people were sending me links for things to buy, and I bought it all. And that was one of the one of the things that made me buy. <laughs> Spoiler alert: It's the same seller. You just don't know it. Because we did a whole we did a wish <laughs> haul, and then we did an Amazon haul. They were the same toys. They were the same, same thing. They were the same oh, things. God. We were just paying Probably. more money from Jeff Bezos. Go figure. <laughs> Damn. Leave him in space. <laughs> he was only in space for 11 minutes. Oh I don't want to talk about that. I don't uh, want to talk about that. I don't want to give him uh, any time. We're over it. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> and uh, Mac, you are, you're gay, right? Are you a gay? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> when, did you, when did you find out you were gay? Uh, when I popped out of the room, you know? Really? I popped, I popped you were you were like yeah. You came out. You already like, had your nails on. Yeah, I came like, out and oh. I, did, I did a little, little. I did a little dip, a little twirl. You know. <laughs> no, I found out. I mean, for the longest time, I didn't know what I can classify myself. Like I knew I liked men, but I was stupid because I didn't know I I can call myself gay because you know, it, for the longest time it was used as like a slur. Mm -hmm. And then when you saw what gay, what, the only version of gay I saw was um before I found out porn, it was uh, that show Queer as Folk. Yeah, that was like the first time I ever seeing like gay, and also the gay, a gay character back in the day was very stereotypical, and so that's why I always thought like I couldn't be gay because I don't look like that, I don't act that way, you know, I'm not gay and all that stuff. But it wasn't, it literally wasn't until I kind of found out what gay porn was. I was like, oh, okay, so gay is like an action. A gay is like you like men. Okay, great. So I might be gay. So that was like in middle Aww. school. Oh. <laughs> I had kids in well, like sixth grade telling me I was gay, making fun of me for it, and I still didn't even know what that meant because I looked at the yeah. dictionary and it said happy. The, the same, <laughs> yeah, same exact. In sixth grade, people telling me I was gay, and I was like, what? No, I can't be gay. I was never hurt, hurt by it because I thought I'm not gay. I don't look like that. <laughs> oh, I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh yeah, I get it. I get it. Bully me. But um, I think that yeah, we we still. We still have a lot of stereotypes to get past, but you know, we're slowly making, we're making headway. Just one, one, one little Nas song, music video at a time, you know? One little Nas music video at a time. Literally, literally. <laughs> as far as gay shit goes though, what do you think of the most, the most recent one? The, the prison little Nas X video? Oh, of them dancing in, in the, in the shower and mm -hmm. then them booty popping mm -hmm. at Drop the call center, whatever. It, <laughs> what I like about it, what makes me kind of excited is how much money 
Columbia Records is putting behind this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. That to me shows that there is, I guess, some type of progress. They see the sellability in this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there are some problems here and there, but the fact that like people now see gay people as something worse rather than just <laughs> trash, I guess, it's oh. kind of exciting to see. Whenever he comes out of a music video, to see the amount of um, production value behind it. I'm like, okay. Well, any gay person okay, of color, gays. you know, like he's, and he's phenomenal at trolling the trolls. Like he is yes, very, very fucking hilarious. hilarious. I had, to, I had, to, I had to mute him though, because I was kind of getting like tired of it. You know what I mean? Sure. Tired of getting, like not, not his responses. I was tired of seeing those, the things that he's responding to and how frequently he had to respond to it. I was just like, okay, it's kind of hurting me a little bit. Let me, let me mute mm. you for a second. <laughs> no. Well, and I, I can't even begin to imagine how that feels obviously. Cause that's not, I don't have that that experience. I don't have that background. I don't have I don't have that I don't want to say baggage, but like I haven't lived through yeah. that, you know? Yeah, you know, being being a gay black male, there is there's an extra layer of I guess stigma, I would say, that's around it. And yeah, I mean, he he's he's exposing it for people to mm -hmm. understand like there's a lot of there's a very hardcore crust of homophobia in the black community for some reason. And yeah, he's I'm glad he's exposing it for people to understand it. But I just, you know, it's hard for me to swallow sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've lived through some of that, I'm sure. Yeah. But that's, that's, sorry, I didn't mean to go down that route. But, it's okay. But I just also wanted to say, like, I appreciate you as a content creator. I found, how did I find you? It was either the, the Miranda or the Tyler Oakley impersonation video. I don't know how many oh, years so ago. You've been around <laughs> since, like, the beginning of it all. That was, like, what? Huh. I don't know what year 2014, 2015, I don't even know. It would have been back then sometime. Like that was, <laughs> yeah, was that like, was back when you were watching like the Daily Grace and That was back the, when I was like Tumblr oh. famous. That's the reason why I did stuff like that was because of Tumblr. I'll post it on Tumblr and it was bigger on Tumblr than oh, it was on YouTube. You did the Beyonce the, the Beyonce Tumblr boy video. Yeah, boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the joke video. That was all I was over Tumblr and Facebook. That was an interesting time. What? Okay, so let's get into that then. Content creation, why? <laughs> like, what, what? I know why I did it, because I wanted to make people fucking laugh, and I saw people mm -hmm. like, like, like you, for example, like, having a good time and making shit that was just hilarious, and I wanted to make something that made sense for me, but, like, also was sexy and kinky because there's no outlets for that. Like, what, what, why mm -hmm. did you start content creating? Um, boredom, but, um, I was <laughs> I was boredom and wanting attention. Um, I did it because uh, I love YouTube. I used to watch YouTube all the time when I was in middle school up until like all through high school. I used to love Daily Grace. Grace Helbig was like my goddess. You know, she was still is. I, I love her podcast. She still is. Yeah. I used to watch her every single day. I used to watch her every day when she uploaded every day. Um, and now being a YouTuber, I'm like, how the hell did you do that, how? girl? How? <laughs> oh my God, that stress. I'm very happy you stopped doing that. <laughs> But I can yeah, barely get one video her. up a month sometimes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. shut up. Um, yeah, that was I used not to a read. Like her, and I used to watch YouTubers, like you said, watch YouTubers have a lot of fun and all that stuff. And I was just like, I want to do that. I want to try that. And I was, I was doing theater at the time, and so I had that energy. And I decided maybe I can bring in. I didn't bring that energy to YouTube <laughs> for a good period of time. It's hard. It's hard to really transfer your real personality on the camera at first. You, you, you don't really learn that until you turn it on. Um, but yeah, and then um, the more I started doing it and the more I started like, I guess, knowing and getting used to what YouTube was, the more I started noticing there's not that many people on the platform, at least in like the mainstream center eye of the platform that look or do stuff like me. 
And so that's kind of what kept on pushing me forward. I was like, I'm going to keep on doing this. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to break, break some, break some doors open for some people. <laughs> yeah. But you have like you, you're, I would, yeah, I would say you're still loud. killing it on YouTube where a lot of people have like fizzled in some yeah, regards. Yeah. I would say a lot of, a lot of my, I think a lot of people don't know that about me. I've, do, I've been doing YouTube for like nine goddamn years. So a lot of my friends that I first created on YouTube, they don't do YouTube anymore. So that's why you don't really see people. I, I don't collaborate with that many people on my channel because a lot of my friends that I would love to collaborate with don't want to or don't do it anymore. And so I haven't really stuck my neck out to make more friends. I'm kind of one of those people. I'm like, okay, I found my group. This is my posse. Get away from me. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel that's that. my problem right now. Collaborations have been, I guess, my problem for a while. Even before the quarantine, I like barely collaborated with anyone because all my friends don't do YouTube anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time I collaborated. I'm curious because you you mentioned like evolving and creating content. Like, I know we started out and it was ukulele music and jump cuts and talking on a couch and it was like so badly produced had, for us for I us had ukulele music yeah I remember, yeah <laughs> i no, my i did ukulele music and i was standing oh goddamn oh, <laughs> I, I started youtube around the time where everyone was standing you know you remember that <laughs> vaguely, vaguely vaguely it was a, a very short period of 2012 <laughs> and i was like let me do that um I mean, yeah the ukulele got uh, that ukulele music it's stuck in your head right if, if, as soon as you said that, it came with. <laughs> Not another Tyler Oakley music video. <laughs> oh my god! Tyler Oakley was the king of the ukulele music. Literally, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! What a time! What a simpler time on YouTube. Now they all expect us to spend like ten thousand dollars an episode <laughs> just to get a view. <laughs> you know who I played video games with the other day on Twitch? Who? Tyler Oakley. What, what was a, that? that? It was really good. Was and he high? I know he's been getting high on his Twitch. We love a good phone. Do you know what a phone call is? Have you heard the term phone call? Okay. I, I know what a phone call is. No, not that, not, not that kind of phone call. Not that kind of phone call. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of millennial do you think I am? What the fuck? Do you know about you this dial pad? Do you mean my Apple tablet? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, a phone call is just like a way to say like smoking weed or taking a hit, but being ter terms of service appropriate. So he was all, he had his, his grandma called, his mom called. He had so many phone calls. We were playing Fortnite. It was a good time. Tyler's doing well on that platform and I'm glad to see it. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah I did. I hopped in on one of his Twitches one time and he was like singing a song while like swaying his dog in the air. And I typed in, what did I walk into? <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out on his bottom, he said he was high. And I was like, okay, I feel that. <laughs> It's it's interesting how the internet has changed over the years, and, and it's interesting how many creators are stoners. I think like that's the thing that people don't know. A lot of them are, and I guess a lot of them are now. Now that it's become more legal, a lot of them are now actually talking about it. But you know, we've known for a while. A lot oh. of them are. I mean, oh. how the hell do you think we do this every day? <laughs> I don't. I don't just wake up and I'm like. Now let's do a challenge. No, you got you got to get into a headspace. You got to yeah, psych yourself literally, up. Literally, literally. Like, <laughs> oh. 
So I, I, I know I get a little stoned sometimes for video. If it's like a stupid reactionary video, oh, I'm stoned. Like I, I've, yeah. I'll have a little pop because it makes it fun. It makes it silly. Yeah, Your brain I've, asks I've, the I've, stupid yeah, questions. Talked about this too. I said like when I do like a lot of those like toy review videos or just like random videos where I'm just, where, videos where I'm specifically just sitting down and like there's nothing going to be flashing to it. I, I get, I hit my little pen beforehand because it helps me talk. Oh, I get it. I get that. <laughs> But like you, you've evolved too, though, through your content creation. Like you said, you were kind of like more toned down. You were apparently standing. Like who stands now? I have a standing stands? desk, and I don't use don't it. <laughs> yeah, I have a standing desk too. This is a standing desk. <laughs> <laughs> but like, how? What influenced you, or what influences you? Um, like, who who inspired you to to just? Because you you've got some fun edits. Like, I have an editor now. Every once in a while, that helps me, and they're like. Who should I watch? And I think I pointed to like you. I wanted some craziness like you, not as crazy because like I'm not that crazy. And I mean that in a fully positive, very complimentary way. It's okay. It's okay. I am a lot of, I, I, I am thrown at a lot of editors. I am told, I've been told that through the woodwork. A lot of, a lot of these big YouTubers, editors know who the hell I am for a reason. I bet. Which is, I, it's a compliment, but like, yeah. you know, you want to give me credit here, there, you can't give me credit. <laughs> I'm giving Matt credit for all the chaos. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. Um, my inspiration for editing, you mean? I didn't really have one. Oh. I don't even know how to say it. I just kind of, I watched a lot of weird stuff on the internet. You know what I mean? And there's like, there was this thing called YouTube poop for the longest time, YTP. I need um, you to that, that. that. That's very weird. Like, I, I get, I, it's like curse editing, as you can say. And I really, I get really into like curse edited videos on the internet. It was a big thing back in like 2012, 2013. And I think that, I guess that was probably my biggest inspiration why I edit the way I edit. And also because I just hate a lot of dead air if it's not on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if it's just like accidental dead air that you just like couldn't edit out right, I'm just like, that makes it feel awkward it just brings me weird chills I'm like ill you know you can easily edit out dead air yeah and that's what i do i just edit out a lot of awkward dead air and it just makes me seem very hyperactive and all over the place <laughs> which, which i think suits you well like your energy is chaos but like controlled chaos like thank you yes yeah. i describe myself as an organized hot mess <laughs> i express myself as or no what, what, what did i People are like variety streamers on Twitch. I'm a versatile streamer. Doesn't matter if I'm topping or bottom. I'm just having a good time, you know. Having a good time. You're just there. Having to be there. <laughs> no set agenda. Never, except for the gay one. Which actually, oh, do you have it? Okay, so we have this segment. It's called Dad. We haven't have a jingle, so here I'll play it for you. Who makes these theme songs for you? Um, different people. We pay them, but like we have friends that are sound producers, and they were just like, "Let me make you a jingle," and so they did, and uh, we use it now. Um, but that's that because. Oh, thank you. I, I know you do. You do like your own music production, right? Or you do like yeah, mixing. Here and there, I use like random apps and all that stuff, and I like I like to license beats and all that. I like to do things as fair as I possibly can. <laughs> you know, I've heard, you know, you heard those like horror stories, like what happened? Like Michelle Fawn was sued by Sony because her background music wasn't fully licensed or some <gasps> shit back oh. in the day. You know what I mean? 
So I try to do everything as fair as I can. So I'll like find a beat online and I'll license it and I'll maybe add stuff to it and yeah. I'll like scream over it and that'll be like a stupid jingle on my channel. <laughs> and that's the tea. Um, but we, we have a segment that's called Dad Tea where my partner Christopher, Daddy, usually like has something that he complains about from like why doesn't Bluetooth automatically connect to why your A L E X A is constantly listening but also doesn't know how to like actually play what you want to play um what you know you know like hey oh, uh, I was like, her you know i'm not i'm not gonna say her name because she's like the words in my head i was like i thought you were saying like some type of wire no. I, was like, I was like what kind of wire is that i've never heard of that wire before no a-x-e-l-a wire what can you pass me that alexa wire please so do you I have any tea? And Anything that when you say my name. Oh, there are lots of oh she's going off now. God damn it. Going off. Oh, no. Alexa off. Okay, thank God. She wanted to tell me a joke? What the fuck? <laughs> she wanted to be part of the show too. <laughs> I'm not paying her. Jeff, you already get so much fucking money. Get the hell out of my podcast. <laughs> Back in space. Um, do you have any tea today? Anything that's bugging you this week? Anything that's bothering you? Anything? Bugging me? Anything that's bothering me? Uh, I don't have that much tea. Um, I went to Vegas this oh. weekend. Oh, Jesus Christ! I how don't was, know why. Oh, how was that? I can. <laughs> I see didn't it being... go on my accord. I have some. I have a problem with corporations who see what's happening in the world today and are still forcing us to do stuff we don't want to do. Um, but I, it's a thing I signed up for literally a year ago. It was for Usher. Um, Usher's oh. residency, and I signed up to help promote it with Live Nation. Some part of Live Nation's like creator system now, um, to because I want to see free concerts basically. Because yeah. <laughs> I love music, I love live music. I feel like it's a thing about me that not not that many people know. I love live music. I go to festivals all the time. I just don't document myself at those festivals. Um, <laughs> well, for safety, you know, I don't you, need. Yeah, but yeah. I saved, and also I just I just feel weird being like that type of influencer, being like I'm here. Uh, look at me here! Oh my God, Bottle Rock! You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't like. I just, I just go there for the music. But yeah, I signed up already a year ago, signed a contract and all that stuff, thinking that things are gonna be like better this year when the actual residency was gonna happen. Things aren't that better. Things are rising up, and they still told me to go. Oh. <laughs> so I went, and I was like, okay, fine. I went. I did the story. If you if you saw my entire Instagram story, it was kind of me basically uh being very like uh about the entire thing and i was basically just making fun of it i made an entire thing around this one simple frame that they wanted me to post they wanted me to post one frame so i made an entire joke around it <laughs> and they accepted it they liked the frame so i was like okay whatever um send me somewhere else for later <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's my that's my urge it's like these companies not being that lenient anymore a lot of these companies now need their money need their promotions and all that stuff and so they're kind of like oh you'll live right now and they're kind of like go do this we need this money now we don't care about you <laughs> we care about oh the God. money the promotions and i think that's 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 the that's the ir ir irkiness right now it's kind of that like people have jobs and people, people want money. And peop yeah, these companies want their money and they want to get their money's worth now because they lost a lot of it in la last year and so now they're getting very like we don't care about your health. We <laughs> I think that's just my ah. I don't I don't want to get I don't want to get that <laughs> that weird but about it. But yeah, it's getting no. Weird. But that's a, it's a, getting they're getting very antsy. And you, gotta, you, can you tell. gotta be safe still. You gotta be yeah. safe still. 
Um, well, this last weekend we did stuff too. We had it was Dory this last weekend, which I'm sure myself and Daddy will go into like in depth next week. But we had some fun. We we stayed away from all the circuit parties. We we had tickets to things and we just gave them away because we didn't even want to deal with that. Like I said, for everything too. I I was invited to like nightclubs and stuff afterwards, and I was like, no, I'm gonna stay in this oh. hotel room and eat this burger. <laughs> It's so much safer. And- I'm good. I just don't want to. I I know I'm vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. I've been vaccinated Same. since. Um, they allowed big people to get vaccinated first before everyone else, and I kind of just flew myself into that line. I was below the BMI, but they didn't ask. <laughs> I was right below it. I was like almost at the qualifications of being considered, I guess, big enough for the vaccine. <laughs> And they weren't about to ask. And you were and like, were, give, they, give me no, that no, poke. They, give me that ask. poke. Oh, like, hey, how big are you? Hey, like, that's like, they're not allowed to ask that. You know what I mean? They're not allowed to pull out a fucking weight machine and weigh you down. That's embarrassing. So I kind of just went, I was like, I'm, I look big. I'm just going to go and get this because I really need this. I really want this. Um, but even though you can still get like sick from the vaccine, especially with this new variant that's going around, mm-hmm. I just don't want to deal with that. I haven't been yeah. sick in like, over a year i feel like once i feel just a simple cold i'm gonna think i'm dying <laughs> so i just don't want to deal with the mental space of getting sick for the first time in a year i mean that, <laughs> that maybe that's my tea like we we went out to like we have outdoor areas here in the, in the city like san francisco's pretty much turned into like almost like a not bourbon street but like out everything's outdoor in the castro mm-hmm. now all the all the food all the bars so it's really nice and airy but even then like it's still kind of like ooh. When you're around people, like me and Chris were at Las a bar. Las Vegas is 100% open. Uh, 100%. That's why, yeah, that's why I was talking. That's why it's like, Jesus Christ, it's 100% it's open. Oh, Nothing God. is, all, masks are just voluntary and all that stuff. And so that's why when I was there, super crowded. Everyone's everywhere. People acting full, you know, in the streets being drunk at 3 p.m. <laughs> and I'm just there like, oh, my God. I don't have enough pop for this. Well, we were at the, we, so we were at Dory, we were at the street fair and mm-hmm. like, usually you, you got like some people that are gawking, like we were at a booth, so we were just kind of like hanging out and like we had a, a boy there with us and we were just kind of like, you know, playing and teasing. Um, and the audacity, like this, this is my tease, like someone comes up and like we're fully masked and the, the boy that we had was in like a full on gas mask. So we were all mm-hmm. safe, even though we were just you know, with each other all weekend, regardless. And someone comes out of nowhere and like tries to start to get in on like our scene, which is just pretty much hugging in public, you know, mm-hmm. but like heavy petting. And the guy like gets his face near us, no mask on, no mask on. And it's like trying to get involved. And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> consent. Second of yeah. all, just cause you're a Dory doesn't mean you have consent to like approach. Third of all, get the fuck out. Like who the, yeah. Isn't I there, I, I mean, understand. at Folsom, there were like big black signs everywhere that said you need consent for like everything. Was there not there at Dory? Uh, they always have the signs. They always have like people, mm-hmm. you know, looking. But I think people are just so repressed from being indoors for mm-hmm. a year plus that they some people. They want to lick everybody and everything. <laughs> and you know what? They should be allowed to lick whatever they're allowed to lick. But like. I didn't have a sign that said join us. And I was, I was very, I, I like turned and this person just fully unmasked is like right there. I'm like, uh, 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 get the fuck back. Like, <laughs> no, we're not pitching your nipples. No, we're not pinching whatever you got hanging out there. Like it, it was, it was, it was nice to see people at a street fair again with like sex and mm-hmm. kink, but at the same time choices. Yeah, it, it was, choices. it was, it was, 
I have to say it was pretty therapeutic to be in that environment again where it felt like the world was normal. But at the same time, back in my head, I was like, oh, I don't want to deal with being sick. Oh, my God, I hope I'm not going to be sick. So, yeah, I've locked myself inside. No one can touch me for like a week. <laughs> I'm just being careful. <laughs> yeah, I, ha I had a cold a few weeks back just from like going to, I think, a restaurant where even outdoors, like there's just people. And I had mm -hmm. a cold for a few days. It wasn't the worst, but it was definitely like, oh, that's what this feels like again. I I hate this. I hate this. Like I hate I don't this. Like that. <laughs> what is this shit coming out of my body? I'm, like I'm so dramatic too. So I know as soon as I get sick, I'm gonna think I'm literally dying. Even if it's not COVID, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, it could be just a small little head cold. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> it's the worst. Like I I I want to have sex again, but like I don't want to get sick. Like these girls don't. Exactly. Anyway. So like, I want to go out. I want to get drunk. I want to you know dance on the dance floor. But at the same time, I don't want to deal with like getting sick. I think I think we'll probably have boosters into the future as we kind of like Hopefully work through boosters. this. Boosters. But... I'm gonna buy a shit ton of vitamin C and zinc and just eat one every meal or some shit. I don't even know. Take your vitamins, kids. <laughs> Actually, speaking of gay sex, so you're gay. We have confirmed, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have had the sex. We, can we confirm that as well? Do you feel yeah, comfortable? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I've oh, had okay. a boyfriend for almost three years. We just haven't touched each other at all, you know? Hey, you know what? That's fine, too. We we love we love uh, emotional We're saving it until marriage. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How did you learn about gay sex, though? Oh, the, the internet. The magic of the internet. Not 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 just porn. Not just porn. Don't worry. Not just porn. Well, that's Davey okay. Wavy. Hey, we, we know Davey that. Davey Wavy was a very big portion. I used to watch his videos all the time growing up, too. And he he was, I think, I would say he was kind of the pioneer on that kind of subject on YouTube for a bit. You know, I think he probably had to deal with a lot of that bullshit you're dealing with now. Um, It'd be interesting to know what he's, he's dealing with, with, but I don't think Yeah, but I mean, he, he completely, I mean, he kind of gave up on YouTube. And he does it here and there, but he, you know, he has an entire porn studio now. Him or Rose TV, yep. Yeah, Him or TV, and he's doing well. He's living in Palm Springs and all that stuff. He was my first, um... Like my first actual collaboration with like an actual YouTuber was with him. Oh, really? Remember that. Yeah. He he did like this foundation called like the Rainbow Foundation where he was like bringing up like smaller oh. creators and I was like one of them. I don't know if I saw that video, but I do remember Davey Wavy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've chatted more recently about the, the you know, the lawsuit stuff, but I, I don't think some creators can get involved just because they... They they're you know they work with YouTube too too integrally so too yeah too close yeah mm -hmm. which I get and I I I I feel like people think that I'm always just like I hate YouTube so much I love YouTube like the reason I'm on YouTube is because like it entertained me you want it to be better you're fighting for it to be better yeah we're fighting for just just a place to exist which like I'm sure you're familiar with just trying to be a gay online let alone a person of color that just wants to have a platform and thankfully like you're again killing it. <laughs> I'm not just like trying to like build you up. Like I think your content is hilarious. It is like topical. It's smart. It's well edited. What are other expletives? But like you, I, you are a very genuine, I feel, fun I person. I feel like I, I, my content, I, I designed to like hypnotize my audience to listen to a message at the end, at the end of them. Usually when I try my best. I mean, if you want to learn about hypno, I can teach you about that too. But like that, my hypno is a little different. Okay. Is that a king? Is that a king? Oh, absolutely. You've never been hypnotized? Really? Oh, no, yeah. I've never been hypnotized in my life. Do not. I don't believe in that. I can't. It took up time from Dory Alley. Um, I had a fr So the, the same like gas mask guy that I told the story on, on your podcast, like I have a friend that does hypnotizing via Skype and like my friend wanted to get hypnotized. So mm -hmm. sat him down 
hypnotist came on and like hypnotized him and like erotic hypno is what it's called. And like, I'll probably go into a deeper story later, but like my friend was full on like laughing to the point where he couldn't, he couldn't breathe at one point. Like some people's reaction to being hypnotized, which is just, you know, meditating pretty much with, with someone leading you. Like he just started laughing and it was the funny, like the hypnotist was actually laughing as he was trying to like, and you're going to feel very nice and you're getting very into the, your body and you're I'd feeling good. I probably laugh too. It was Knowing me, so I laugh at funny. everything. Like I'm, I'm over here in the corner of my room just like watching and I'm like almost laughing my ass off. But <laughs> it's hypnotism, hypnotizing people is a thing. Like if you're ever interested or curious, I can give you the pointers, but it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. It's, it's that like, I've, I've seen it happen, but I've I've never. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I can't. <laughs> you just you you want to be in control at, like at all times. Like is that? Your... Yeah, I think yeah. I'm one of those people that like to be in control. I love being in control. Um, that's one of the reasons why I don't do anything outside of marijuana or alcohol, just because I'm afraid of like losing control of my body. Like I I'm I don't think I'll ever do a hallucinogenic in my entire life. Same. <laughs> yeah, I'm I... afraid of those. <laughs> I do the alcohol and I do the pot and like just kind of chill and vibe. And even then I yeah. don't drink as much because I used to be a go-go boy and I just like don't like drinking. <laughs> don't like drinking. <laughs> yeah. I don't drink that much anymore because I started feeling hangovers now. And now I'm kind of like, ill. <laughs> like just give me this THC oil. I'm good. I don't need to feel that in the morning. <laughs> but um, I forgot where I was segueing here, but this seems appropriate. Mac, are you, are you, are you kinky? Am I kinky? Like, would you describe yourself as a kinky person? Uh, I mean, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, I'm curious, I'm kink curious. You know that. Yeah. You 100% know that. I think I'm very open about that. Um, I haven't really d- dived deep that much into that much stuff, you know? I like, I've started recently like being called daddy recently. I like, I like oh. that, you know, oh. I like, I like that big thing, you know, I'm, I'm a big boy. And so I get, I get called that a lot, a lot more re- <laughs> recently than ever before. And now I kind of just accept it. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm daddy. <laughs> I mean, it's different than being called daddy in the comments on YouTube millions of times, I'm sure. But... <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, not Mac daddy in my comments. Daddy Mac. <laughs> Um, and is that because you just kind of have been able to explore that or like your partner or of yeah, course. We, we, yeah, we've been exploring it in, in the bedroom and all that stuff. Um, we're open too. we, we have, I mean, we're not like, I mean, it's been quarantine, so no one's been touching us in yeah. any way. It's just been a lot of flirting and all that stuff. So in that, in that, in the flirtation ships that I've had, you know, they call me daddy too. And, that, and that's when I started like, okay, I kind of like that. I like that. And so we brought it more into the bedroom and all that stuff. And it, would you would you also say that like, so like I'm always curious how people like what, what where was the spider bite like, you know like Peter Parker Spider Man comics whatever where was the, the spider bite yeah like for me like for me it was when I like playing like cops and robbers you know back when you're like a kid mm-hmm. and like you get tied down or like captured by whoever like that's where I found that like I was really into bondage because I was like I don't know how old like twelve or something and I was like oh what is this stirring in my loins I didn't say that but like. <laughs> <laughs> but like you feel you feel that energy in such a way that like I didn't I was raised Catholic so I didn't get the sex talk I didn't get the birds mm-hmm. and the bees so like you're like oh what is this and yeah. then you, you start I think you know I think it's yeah I think it's the fact that I was 
I'm the younger sibling. So I've, I guess I've never gotten that role of being like the older one, the one in charge and all that stuff. And so I think that's why I've grown into one, doing YouTube, being my own boss, you know, <laughs> and now two, <laughs> being called daddy in bed. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's interesting, you know, for the longest, for the long, I'm like one of the youngest people in our like entire family right now before we start, before in our generation of our family, I guess you can say, I'm like one of the youngest, I'm the second youngest. And so I was always treated that way growing up. And so I think that's why I've grown into <laughs> this kink, I guess. That was my spider bite. <laughs> oh, no, that's beautiful. Like, I I obviously, like, continue to explore and, and research and did the, the porn stuff and, like, worked with kink.com for a number of years. And, like, that's how I kind of learned and, mm-hmm. and, and grew from there. But, like, everybody has a different journey. The same way, like, you come out as, as gay or bi or, or queer or trans, like, that's like mm-hmm. one coming out and then I always see coming out as kinky as like another coming out because mm-hmm. there's so much stigma around that, around sex, around just being people that have sex. Like, again, you wouldn't be here without it. Why are we making it such a demonized thing? Mm-hmm. And I, I find that when we when we stigmatize that, people have weird relationships with sex. And so I'm, that's why I'm always, I'm, I find people fascinating. Like that's, that's why I make YouTube content. Like people are fascinating. People are yeah, fascinating. Anthropologists study anthropology. I, is, is there a kinky anthropologist out there? Like, I don't think so. You can be the first. <gasps> I, no, I'm not going back to school. Fuck that. Like I, I, I got out the first time without paying my, paying any, like, what do you call it? Loans. I'm not, mm-hmm. you're not, I'm not, you, I'm gotta, not you, you don't got to beg daddy Biden. For forgiveness, no. There's only one daddy in my life, and and <laughs> that's enough. That's exactly. enough. <laughs> and it's Kamala Harris. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Speaking of kinks, I wanted to ask you if you've ever heard of something called because you do have a podcast and it is called what? Messy, messy. pod. Yeah, messy yeah. pod. Have you ever heard of Wham? Not the band. Wham. Not not Wham the band, but like Wham. No, I've never heard of Wham. Maybe acronym for wet and messy. And it is a kink. No? What oh. do you mean? Like like a wet-ass bussy? Oh. Kind of that stuff? You know what I mean? Not Well, like, Cardi B is popularized being wet and other things. But no, <laughs> wet and messy is like where you're dumping either goo. Did you ever watch? Ooh, ooh. Uh, oh, like when people what like show, what show was it on Nickelodeon? Like goo and all that stuff, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you remember Slime on Nickelodeon? Like... Remember those the shows slime where they would, in general? Yeah, they would. They would <laughs> no, no, like they would dump yeah, slime yeah, on like, people. Yeah, slime and like you mean like gack, whatever those shows were. Yeah, guts, guts. I think it was guts when I played in like a lot of slime. Yeah. Yes. So like whenever you like you're pouring or wrestling, like like you said, or you're getting like really just messy, like food play can kind of get into that. Mm-hmm. It's like this kink called wham or wet and messy wham. or gunge is another term for it. Gunge. Ooh. Remember when Mike put a bunch of pizza and shit on himself? Yeah, that that would That's, be that, wet. that would be okay, wet and messy. Wow. That is messy. Mike could excel <laughs> in that. Put that on OnlyFans, make a million. You know, Bella Thorne that shit. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! Don't get me started about that. Her. I wanted to ask you about that on my other podcast, or in my podcast, in my other podcast, in my podcast, but I forgot to ask you. <laughs> So, oh, no, let's talk about it. So, like, if you want to hear the rest of the conversation, it's over on Messy. Go listen to Messy. Um, but. Oh God, she she royally fucked up all the fan sites for a bit because mm-hmm. like everyone was up in arms. Like for anyone that doesn't know, and I know we talked about it when it happened, 
but Bellathorn came in and like started scamming people, talking about posting nudes and porn, and then posted like some sort of risque underwear photo, underwear photo. Yeah, lingerie photo, and like millions of dollars from people wanting their money back, which totally just fucked over the actual sex workers who were trying to get their payouts and couldn't get payouts for like a good month or so. Mm-hmm. And then Bella went on a whole like apologetic tour and like telling everyone she's meeting with OnlyFans and she was going to fix things and retweet people that post their OnlyFans links. You know how much of that she did? Zero. None. Yeah. To this day, <laughs> I think she blocked me because I started like I started like tweeting at her every week like, hey, any update here? Because I was just tired of all my friends not being able to pay their fucking bills because she mm-hmm. came along and fucked with the, the sex workers. Like... People don't realize how much of our world has been made convenient and possible because of sex work kind of innovating and making like credit card processing a thing or like digital cameras popularized. Like we wouldn't have any of these kinds of technologies without sex being a part of like what sold it and what what Mm -hmm. sells this technology. Same thing with OnlyFans. So that's why when like we talk about kicking OnlyFans or kicking sex workers off of OnlyFans, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised because it's convenient. Advertisers yeah. see money to be made with less sex and people only care about it once their once their porn star gets kicked off, then people will care. But by then it'll be too late. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Amen. Okay, amen. Well, not amen. Okay, amen. <laughs> it's the same thing. No, it's like the same thing with like Kinksters at Pride, that was a whole thing. Like people mm-hmm. people want to keep the drag queens and everyone else in Pride, but not the Kinksters because the sex is too much for the family friendliness of it all, even though Pride is not a not a not Pride a, was not a, never really a family any family. family Pride was a Pride was a riot. Yeah, thank you. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> was really family friendly about Pride. No, yeah. no. <laughs> um but no, people were like, Wait, you're talking about messy? You're are you gonna get messy? Are you gonna get messy on the pod? And I was like, Well, I don't know, but wet and we've never done a wet and messy episode we've done a food play episode but like if you're ever down to like pour things on people ooh, ooh, we could do an acrylic pour on a person that would be popular right on youtube that would be very popular (laughs) on youtube you know yeah we can get michael want to do it (laughs) again acrylic pour on mike (laughs) he'll be down i could use some new art here i could use some new art in my my streaming room So I'm, I'm curious, curious from, from a content, content creator perspective, perspective, how do you come, come up, up with your videos? Um, randomly, a lot of times when I'm like on the toilet, sometimes, okay. or just I'll just like, or I'll just be like talking to someone in conversation, just be laughing about something, and I'll be like, oh my god, wait, that would be a good YouTube idea, and I'll just type it out on my phone, and then forget about it months later, and then see my phone, I'm like, oh, let me do that. <laughs> after, after acrylic pours, pours are trending, trending, like then, then we, we finally do it. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Finally, acrylic pour and all that stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. So, how about you? When you, how do you come up with your ideas? Usually, Usually it's, it's it's at, at the gym. gym. Almost always, always at the gym. gym. When I'm lifting something, I'll probably be listening to like other podcasts or people, or like I'll have a YouTube video on in the background because she pays for the ad free shit that you can like play with your videos off. Um, and I'll just like. Oh, Rhett and Link are doing a taste test video. Let's taste test lubes. Oh, people are doing wish haul videos. Let's do a wish haul. You know, and that's that's how one of our videos went viral was because Wish was sponsoring a hell of a ton of ads on YouTube, and I think YouTube just started promoting Wish videos specifically. Yeah, Wish was a it was a it was a random explosion of Wish videos, and then that kind of died out real quick. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then they they then they age restricted that wish video after after it went viral and like our our channel's never been the same since. So 
Um, but usually it's just like, sometimes it's reactionary to like what's going on in the world. Sometimes it's, it's, I want to do this thing. I'm really bad at trend hopping. I hate making a video just to make a video. And like, no, nothing but respect for creators that can like pull it out of their ass like that, pun intended. I'm just, I'm just not good at it. Like I take forever to edit things. I, I go through and I'm meticulous and. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I trend hop when I try, when I can't, when I know I can make a video really fast about it, but I make it very obvious that I'm doing it because it's trending. I, I think that's oh, what's yeah. funny about it. Yeah, and I, you I call like it out, and you're, yeah, you're upset out. about I'm it, like, and you're like, give me that dollar, you know, yeah. I get that, I get that. But it's trending, so I'm going to do this. <laughs> no, but uh, content is hard. Content's hard. Some days, you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know if you want to do anything. Sometimes you're inspired, but... How has quarantine been for you in that regard? Um, uh, hard in a sense, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I felt like I wasn't allowed to, like, show myself sweating, you know? Yeah. For, for some weird reason. I felt like I was in a very, you know, a very uh, a privileged place when it came to the quarantine. And so I just kind of kept on trucking. And every show people that I was, like, scrambling for ideas, I kind of just did whatever I could think of at one point. Um, that TikTok series I did saved me. Oh, I bet. I remember saved that. Saved the shit out of me, you know? I did, I did like, what, five videos for that? That was five straight weeks. I think that was a good saving grace for myself. Of just reacting um, to TikToks for anyone Yeah, just reacting like to TikToks groups. for, like, five weeks straight. And people loved it. It was probably one of my most successful things I've done on my channel outside of um, the anti-gay reaction. So, Yeah. It was it was it was hard coming up with ideas, especially just being locked inside. Like you, you tend to forget how much just like living in everyday life and actually like going outside can really help you and inspire you to become creative. Mm-hmm. Or you just then you just stuck inside watching TikToks. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I didn't. I, I I realized like a lot of our lives for myself and Chris revolve around you know the community that we're in, going mm-hmm. to events like talking to people, seeing people, maybe I'm sure very similar to like going to YouTube related events or, or like streamy events, or I don't know what all you go to, but like almost like concerts, like you being active and going to these things is part of who you are as a person. So like, mm-hmm. it was nice this last weekend to go back to Dory and like post that you're at this thing and like talking about it and, and seeing people. And, and yet I'm not sure what that means for the future. Like, I feel like in quarantine, I've been so isolated obviously that it, mm-hmm. it's just made me feel less creative some days and I, I, mm. I i'm trying to still figure out how to how to normalize that and i think being on twitch has helped a lot because it's given me a bit of a schedule and like it, it's made it it's made it fun to actually interact and easier to interact with our audience so like i'm excited to see you get into streaming because i think you'll really enjoy it yeah i've been enjoying it as of late with my little my little group of people, it's cute to talk to people, especially when I'm, so I do a lot of edit and chill streams now, which I'm probably gonna do one when, once we finish doing this, where I just nice. like chill and I, they watch me edit. It's about like 13 people in there at a time. Not that many, I don't I don't really, that one's behind like the highest tier, that's why. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, I don't expect many people to pile in watching me edit. I kind of want to keep it a mystery for most of my audience. Um, but yeah, it's, it's chill having someone to talk to because I think that's also something people don't know is that Life as a content creator is lonely as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you are you are alone sitting in a room for hours upon hours. If you don't have an editor, damn. <laughs> I, I have an editor to help. I have an editor to help. 
Because Lord you're knows sitting, I don't have the time sometimes. Yeah, you're literally sitting in your room for like hours upon days. And yeah, I don't think people just understood that really. And I think when, once I started doing these Ed and Chill streams, people now realize how, how long much work sitting in my room, sitting mm-hmm. in this room, just on this computer, singing to myself. <laughs> how long does one video take to edit? I, I want to know your ballpark because um, I know my ballpark and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten better and better. Um, I have a I have a YouTube partner manager now from YouTube themselves that I've been trying to like they've been trying to like help me challenge myself to try to better my efficiency at editing. Mm. Um, beforehand, it would take me like a week. Basically, if you there was a period of time where like I didn't have really a schedule, I was kind of uploading like once every other week. <laughs> but now I've been kind of keeping up once a week. Um, it takes about three days. I split up into three days, really. Um, the first day I kind of skeletonized the video and then the second day I do all like the effects and the zooms and all that stuff. And then the third day I upload or like, I'll like do background music and then upload. So yeah, about three days now, three days, uh, six to eight hours each. Sometimes it can be from like 12 to three o'clock in the morning. It depends on the video. Yeah. My, um, reaction videos, those take the longest. Cause for those videos, I'm editing a video within a video. So that mm-hmm. takes about. Those are the ones who usually take me a week, but trying to squeeze it down to three days, I'm up from like, I'll start at like noon and I'll end at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually about 12 to 15 hours for the edit, which mm-hmm. doesn't include like, you know, the three hours of filming or the the one hour of setup and then mm-hmm. the posting, the sharing, the, the social media around it. There's a lot that goes into content creation that people don't really realize and they think it's just turning on a camera and turning off the camera, but like, no. Yeah, no, no, it's not. No. I feel like things will hit different the day I decide to get an editor. I don't know. Maybe that will happen. I don't know. I, I, I edit a very special way. Same. I don't even know if anyone can really replicate. So I <laughs> getting an editor probably, I don't know if I'll get one to do like the entire video, but maybe someone to help me out one day. We'll see. I have, a, I have the person that does pretty much the first day, if I'm using your analogy, the first day, mm-hmm. cutting out the fat, getting it, it get some zooms in there. But like, yeah. I still, I still handhold all of the, the, the content related stuff. Like, cause you, you have a voice when you're, when you're creating something, you have a voice. And if your voice isn't present there, it feels weird. Yeah. You know, like the music or the sound effects or the cuts or the, even the pacing of yeah. like every jump. If it's not the same, then like it's not your content. So I yeah, it feels it feels off and all that stuff. Yeah, I feel like people are for the longest time people are so used to seeing me only in like the aspect of me, how I show myself <laughs> and editing all stuff. It's to the point that when I do collaborations with other people outside my channel or I appear in other things outside, you'll see in the comments being like, "Seeing Mac outside of his channel is so weird. Oh no, it makes it feel a little bit uncomfortable." You know what I mean? And people are so used to seeing like the super jump cuts. That when they see me just stagnant, they're like, "Is he okay? Is he's human? (laughs) Did he get plugged in yet? Like he's a that's a human being? Are you telling me Max a real person on a hologram?" (laughs) Don't get that. So how much? Last question, I promise. But like, how much? How much of you on is you being on? Like, are you like I know I put on like a bit not not a character, but I do put on. You are an edited version of yourself when you are on the internet. Mm-hmm. So that, like, when I see people at things that, like, Dory, they're like, where's the joke? And I'm like, there's no joke. It's just me. I'm here. I don't, I just, just a person. Like, I, I say, I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to describe, I don't know how to, I mean, 
I'm kind of yeah, you know, you're very on when you're on you because you're presenting something. You know what I mean? When I turn yeah. on camera, that's me presenting. That's like kind of my presenting personality and all that stuff, um, in a sense. But I feel like it's more of myself. It's more of myself when you know me. You know what I mean? If you're approaching me, the two minutes of you talking to me, you're not going to see that aspect of me because I don't know you. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. not going to be like, ah, yeah, 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 bitch, what? <laughs> I'm not like that to people I don't know. I'm only like that around friends. You know, talking to a camera. I've been talking to you for nine years, so it's basically like talking to a friend. And so, yeah, it it just depends. I uh, yeah, but I but yeah, you do turn yourself on. Yeah, I, I, I turn myself. I, I turn myself on. I, I can turn myself you know, on. Mm-hmm. All, 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 I can plug myself time. in in multiple all ways. <laughs> I would say I would say I'm a lot I'm a lot louder when it comes to like filming myself than I am in real life. When you meet me, because my voice is very monotone, and I try my best to kind of hide it by like fluctuating my like trying to force fluctuations when I'm talking. Sometimes, so I think that's like the most on I can be, you know. Well, your ex, your your daddy <laughs> was like the only person that's ever spotted out the fact how monotone my voice is. And when when you wait, what? When, when, when did he? What did he say? That? You guys like reacted to me. I forgot. Oh. Reacted like you gay YouTubers, and he he's, he's pointing out my monotone that's voice, right. and I and I laughed. So I was like, you're the only. He's the only person that has ever pointed that out, and I'm I'm very glad he did because I wonder if people can notice it or not. Cause I know that I, I I hear my dad talk all the time. I talk just like my dad. My dad is very monotone, <laughs> and so <laughs> isn't that how funny? Like how that works though. One person says something on the internet, and then you're like, "Oh my god, that is that it me, it me, it me, it me." I mean, I know for the longest time that's the reason why like I scream a lot. And that's reason, that's also the reason why I do a lot of those jump cuts. Because if I didn't, I feel like it'd be a lot more noticeable that I'm a very monotone person. <laughs> no, but that that. Uh... Again, but, I, but I work it. I work it into my personality. I work it into my humor, at least. I try my best. You know, I know myself. I know how I sound when I say certain things. I come off a lot more sassy than I mean to, mm-hmm. and I kind of just ride with it. <laughs> no, well, when you watch yourself for twelve hours a week in a video format, you kind of have to. You know, you know. Yeah, you know your ins and outs, <laughs> even if you're not seeing. It. Well, I see the ins and outs too, but that's a whole other kind of editing and. Uh... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it took me a second to figure out where you met. I saw the gears. I saw the gears turning. <laughs> Speaking of uh, platforms, Mac, I, we are at the end of this conversation. But where can people find you? Give us that good um, old plug. You can find me anywhere if you search Mac Does It. That's M A C D O E S I T. I always forget how to spell does for some reason. <laughs> Wait, what? For some reason. <laughs> Literally, I keep on saying D E O S sometimes. Dios, <laughs> Mac Dios. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, Mac rebrand. Yeah, Mac does it all together. One word. Um, Twitter, Instagram. It's my trademark, bitch. I own it. I don't own it. Do I own it? I own it. Yeah. Um. Wow. We, we went, went through. I'm whole incorporated. Week. Yeah. Oh, are you okay? You heard it here first. Mac does it, Inc. Bitch. Mac does it, Inc. <laughs> Uh, and we also have a, a, I have a podcast called Messy Pie with my friend Mike, Michael Moderic. He is gone away um, in prison right now. So yes, prison. <laughs> mm-hmm. we've been trying to get some guests if you guys want to check it out. But it's really messy and it's really chaotic. It it, it fits its name. It's called Messy for a reason. You yeah. know, bitch, you know what you're signing up for when you when you click on it. You might be talking <laughs> about sex work. You might be talking about how one of the microphones wasn't turned on. You might yeah, be talking like, about yeah, sex work. One of the microphones was talking about turn on. We talk about Lindsay Lohan sometimes. 
<laughs> we scream at each other about drag queens. You know, it's it's a lot. It's a it's a good time. It's a good time. And you and you and you and Mike do a good job of, of riffing off each other. You can tell you guys actually like each other and are friends. So yeah, yeah. We've been yeah. friends for we've been friends for a long. We met doing a competition together. And then we were just friends since then. And the okay. podcast came along when we've known each other for like five years, I think. And so, yeah, you can kind of tell when we talk. We're kind of like, yeah, okay. we, know, we know each other's vibes. Sorry, <laughs> I, I did say that was the last question, but I do. Act, I'm curious. So, like, you guys met on a, a television show? No, on a Not television show. It was uh, internet. It was supposed to be an internet show, but it kind of all fell apart. Um, it was called Creator Clash. It was like a YouTuber <sighs> competition where, like, it was judged by, like, um, Ash Hardell oh, and uh, like other people like here and there and all that stuff. That's how, yeah, that's how they found me was through that competition. And then me and Mike were, we were on opposite teams originally, but then we had to do a project together that I led and we won that week. <laughs> You're welcome. And that's how we became friends. <laughs> Wait, does this exist anywhere or no? Um, no, you can't see it anywhere. It's it's not on the end anymore. We, it fell apart at the end. Only, I think only like one episode ever aired on the internet and then I dropped out of the competition and then other people dropped out after me because they just couldn't get it together. It was kind of messy. It was very messy and I was just like not into it. Even um, though that's I'm, your brand. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a diva. You know, when it, when things aren't worth my time, I am the type of person that was like, I'm not gonna push through it. I'm gonna drop out and that's what I did. <laughs> well, it was messy and it wasn't worth my time. And I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> Thank you for not only being messy, uh, for being yourself, for taking the time, and uh, for just hanging out today. If people want to check you out again, Mac does it everywhere. Messy Pod on all the things. Um, we had some good conversations over on Messy previously, and uh, we talked about sex work. We talked about kink, a hanky code, and a lot of uh, bowel moving sorts of conversation. <laughs> a lot of bowel moving. Oh God. <laughs> But uh, Mac, thank you again for being on today. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Pup Amp. This has been What's Your Safe Word. You can find us on What's The Safe Word on YouTube. And uh, you, you have not been douched, but <laughs> thank you for being here. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. You have not been douched. <laughs> we see it. We see it too. <laughs> and the first podcast that Mike was actually on as a guest before you were. Wow. Uh, <laughs> he never talks about that. I love that.